this week, if we're gonna die, we're gonna die historic, riding on the Mad Max Fury Road. This is Body Counts and Beer. Welcome to another edition of Body Counts and Beer. I'm Mark Rosendahl. I'm Patrick Bromley. I'm still Jonathan Rooney-Taylor. And this week we are discussing uh, probably the best movie we've watched in a very long time. Yeah, we've had some duds. I don't know, guys. Uh, I'm starting to warm up to missing in action. (laughs) No, you're not. That's a bald-faced lie. It's all about the action they don't show you. Oh, goddammit, John. Oh, so it's like jazz. Correct. (laughs) That explains why I was bored. (laughs) This week, we're discussing George Miller's uh, epic Mad Max Fury Road. And vroom, it, vroom. it truly was a furious road. Uh, Mad Max Fury Road is the fourth of the Mad Max quadrilogy. Uh, but since we're not covering those, we'll give you a quick breakdown of what those were. Uh, there's Mad Max, which is, oh, a motorcycle gang is terrorizing some people. Ooh, and it ends in a jigsaw puzzle. Yeah. yeah, and then there's The Road Warrior, a.k.a. Mad Max 2, which is, look, trucks! Uh, and then there's the third one, which is Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, which is, oh, gotta get Beyond Thunderdome. Oh, it's boring Beyond Thunderdome. Let's Ooh. go back to Thunderdome. Trucks! Nice. And then finally, we're here with Mad Max Fury Road. Trucks! No Thunderdomes, though. No or Truck th- Nuts, which I think is a missed opportunity. You're yeah, right. They should have had Truck Nuts in this movie. Not enough Not enough vehicular testicles in this film. Mm, that's true. true. Facts, especially for coming out in the like, 2000s like mm-hmm. it did. There is a lot of phallic imagery, though. I, I mean, they, they make up for it. Yeah. I mean, most of the movie is about giant oblong shakes... Shapes driving straight through v- vaginal openings shaped rock formations. Not to mention all of the sperm that keep trying to kill everybody. I don't recall that. <laughs> <laughs> all those little white bodies running around. <laughs> I, uh, that are all like his seed. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I guess they're all technically his kids, right? I guess, I guess I never put that together. But yeah, yeah the war boys and the war pups. You don't ever see a lot of war men. Nah. Nah. Because nah. they got a half-life. Yeah. yeah, a.k.a. tumors. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. True. So, uh, Mad Max Fury Road begins, like all movies do, with a barely coherent narration by <laughs> Tom Hardy. Uh, Tom Hardy is playing the role of a mad, m- mad quote, Max Rakitansky. Uh, originally essayed... Is that his given name, or did he marry into the... To the Rakitansky clan? Yeah. I think that's probably a given the name. The Winchester Rakitanskys? I didn't so. know they had such bitchin' Polish names in Australia. That's pretty rad. That's true. Yeah. That's true, yeah. Well, I mean, again, so this is the post-apocalypse. So the oceans have dried up, apparently. This is what we learned. So it's possible that they could have had some Polish refugees just sort of walk their way down. Yeah, That'd the whole amazing. The whole world is land bridge now. Yeah. So. It does appear that we've lost all water, or at yes. least all surface water. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Tom Hardy is now playing Mad Max. He has taken over the role, thankfully, from Mel Gibson. Um what are you talking about? He rehabilitated his career with that puppet movie, What Swear to Whole Bunch. Yeah, everybody loved that movie. Remember? The, the Beaver? Yeah, yeah, sure, why not? Yeah, it could be it. Isn't that? That's Didn't they the make a sequel to that one? I being like, yeah, no. no, you're cool again, The Beaver too. Yeah. 
It's still beefing. Yeah, that's the one where, that, that's the one where like the, the guy goes to war and doesn't want to shoot anybody. He got the Oscar nominations for that. Uh, no, that's War Horse, and that's got Harry Potter in it as yeah. the horse. True facts, <laughs> as the horse. I defy you to correct me. You haven't seen that movie, anyone listening. Also, nobody that saw that play didn't immediately kill themselves in horror. It's a terrible play, <laughs> and it's horrifying. Oh, but they get that horse up on stage. Nah, that's nah, like the chopper yeah, but in uh, real Lady Butterfly. Weird. Though. But the horse is like a crazy, like, Julie Taymor, Lion King, like, puppet creation, right? Yeah, and I think he has sex with it. That's Equus. Yeah, with Harry Potter in it. That, yeah. But that's not War Horse. Prove me wrong. Prove him wrong. In order to do this, you will have to have successfully seen Equus and War Horse, a feat that nobody has done. Technically, you will have also had to see Harry Potter. I guess, yeah, that's true. That's there there is one person who's seen Equus and one person who's seen Warhorse, and they're not allowed to travel in the same plane together. <laughs> right. Because they'll we... freak out. <laughs> <laughs> well, if the plane goes down, we'll lose all living memory of both of those things. <laughs> nah, let's let it go. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so Mad Max uh, is, is narrating. He's basically, to be a quick sum up of the world, there was some kind of a uh, radioactive apocalypse that happened. Now the world is a wasteland, uh, and Mad Max has been reduced to only one instinct, which is survival. And then we see Mad Max uh, standing uh, on, the, on the precipice of a cliff. It looks like he... At first I thought he was peeing. I thought he was peeing. I, I for sure thought he was peeing. Even this time, which is the third time I've seen this movie, I'm like, oh, I forget that it opens with him taking a wee. Yeah. But he's not. He's no, just he's like just standing, standing, he's looking, yeah. looking out in the distance. A two-headed uh, radioactive lizard kind of crawls up to him. He quickly stops it under his boot heel and eats it. Yeah, yeah. he gets some uh, iguana bites like in Fallout. Yeah, good old yeah. iguana bites. Iguana on a stick. He's going to mm. need to get some of that uh, anti-radiation medicine. Yeah. Uh, right away. He's yep. going to need some like right away. Fallout. Yep. My Fallout experience is very limited. Mm. Yeah, that's okay. It's yeah. fine. New Vegas is fucking rad as hell. New Vegas is a lot of fun. Yeah. You the, the if you go to the hotel with the dinosaur, uh, <laughs> yeah, Novak. You, yeah, and you kill the shop clerk, he yep. has the Blade Runner gun. Correct. Ooh. It's yeah. very cool. Nice. Yes, yeah, it really is. The gun is also just called that gun. <laughs> you know the one. <laughs> that gun what avoids copyrights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know it. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Mad Max then hears the sound, the distant rumbling of engines, gets in his car, grabs his stuff, and shoots off into the desert where he's being chased by, uh, war boys, who are the sort of, like, foot soldiers. Yeah, the aforementioned sperm people. Yeah. Yeah. They are pasty, pasty white. They like to spray themselves with chrome and be witnessed. Yeah, Yeah, just like sperm. Yes. You, You know it, buddy. Yeah, so these jizz dudes start... Chasing Mad Max out the desert. It's a pretty fast chase. Uh, before long, they throw one of their explosive tipped spears and flip his car over. Yeah. Uh, the next thing we see is that he is being held, uh, uh, held down in the the War Boys. I don't know torture cave, weird dungeon, haircut place. cave. Yeah. He's getting a haircut, yeah. correct? And he's getting like a bunch of tattoos about his vitals. But here's the thing. Neither his barber nor his tattoo artist is talking to him. No. So, like, five stars on Yelp right there. Yeah, that's a great... <laughs> it, no, he's right. That's a great haircut done in complete silence. The only words that have to be spoken are, what are you here for? I'm here for haircut. What do you want? The usual. <laughs> yeah. It costs this money. Here you go. <laughs> 
Oh man, there was a there was a hair cuttery that I used to go to. I I would exchange only the words uh, haircut. Yes. Uh, do you want short, medium, or long? Medium, please. Thank you. <laughs> wow. You had a short, medium, or long? Oh, it was great. Man. And you know the best part? Yeah. $5 haircut. I was about to say oh, that. That sucker probably cost you $4.99. They clearly were not paying taxes. Yeah. More power to them. I, every time I go get a haircut, I always just go, just do this, but make short. And they go, yeah. and then I have to answer like 30 follow-up questions. Well, like, how short? Do you want me to like, buzz the sideburns? Do you want me to clip the back? Where's your collar oh. line? You want- I hate when they hand you the mirror and you got to look at the back of your head and like, does that look good? I don't care. That's also right. I never see that part. I'm not here for me. I'm here because (laughs) my significant other made me. (laughs) (laughs) Just don't put any uh, racial slurs in the back of my head and we're fine. Yeah, right. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, Mad Max is getting a bunch of tattoos on his back. The pertinent tattoo on his back is that he is type O negative blood, universal donor, and it specifically says that he's O negative, high octane. Yes. Uh, Which you do wonder in this weird civilization where they have the like blood testing machine. <laughs> I, I, oh, I think it's done by taste. Yeah, I was gonna say. I bet you dollars to donuts. There's a guy that just dips his pinky in. What's <laughs> <Yeah>. so <laughs> negative? Let me waft it. Let me waft it. Yeah. Mm, I'm getting notes of oak and There's some uh, octane in there. Yeah. It's pretty high. Yeah. Uh, I do love the War Boys Society, uh, or the, at least the way it's set up. It's a terrible society, uh, but it's fucking rad in movies. That it is centered completely around cars and driving. Uh, Like, most of the societies that are depicted in this movie revolve around exactly one thing or resource. Right. And it is down to their bones that, again, their blood type has octanes in it. Yeah. So the war boys are the, again, they're the foot soldiers of the Amorton Joe's army. Uh, I think Joe is his first or last name. (laughs) Last, I mean, last obviously. Name. First name's Immortan. Oh, yeah. Immortan's not his title? Nah. No, no way. Nah, did you see it? Did anybody else introduce them as like Immortan Steve or Immortan Jeff? Well, it's like the Emperor. You know, you don't get more than one Emperor at a time. Exactly. Nah, sometimes you do, though, depending on how many Emperors you got around. Hell, John. Stewards to the throne don't count. Get out of here, you Jacobist. John, what? Take your Scottish rebellion and get the <laughs> fuck out of England. I mean, let's hope, right? My wife has been watching a lot of Outlander. It's fresh on my mind. And, I, you know, I've still got my fingers crossed on this Brexit dissolution of the UK thing. I'm just <laughs> hoping for it. You can do it, Nicola Sturgeon. Just take them out. <laughs> um, and hey, we once had three popes, though, so you could have several of Morton's. Yeah. I don't recognize anything from Vatican II. <laughs> That's not the other pope. What but, about... What? <laughs> this is why Mel Gibson was okay in your eyes yeah. again. <laughs> what about... You Vatican III, the search for Spock. Yeah. No, that's a good one. <laughs> Guys, no, every odd-numbered Vatican is boring. <laughs> but that Vatican's directed by Leonard Nimoy. Yeah, that Vatican is high-quality Vatican. Also, that and Vatican has a lot of sex come the time. And it doesn't forget- come into its own until the Vatican IV, the one with the whale and the time travel. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. It's hard to beat that Vatican. Yeah, but but Vatican III had Leonard Nimoy, who was also the narrator for Seaman. Yeah. Uh, he was the titular Seaman. He wasn't the narrator. He was the Seaman. No, no. He's the man who, like, reads the instructions. 
instructions at the beginning and tells you the history of Seaman. Oh, that's right. Seaman has that weird auto-generated AI voice. It's like a weird, yeah. like, yeah. almost George Takei voice. And all he does is ask you attitudinal questions. <laughs> yep. How are you today? And you have to talk into your microphone that you put into your Dreamcast VMU unit. Mm-hmm. Guys, fucking 90s video games were so good. Uh, <laughs> the Dreamcast ruled. Let's play some Jet Set Radio. Yeah, all right. Yeah, some crazy taxi. Oh, man. <laughs> you know what sucks is every post-release or, like, remaster of that gets rid of Offspring, and it is just heartbreaking. That's not fair. There's no Offspring, and there's no KFC. There's oh. no fucking point. So that means the kids aren't all right. Correct. No. Where and are they going to get their they, buckets? Nor are they pretty fly. Oh, for white guys. No, they are only kind of fly. I bet they're also not getting jobs and sailing away. No, probably not. Bummer. <laughs> but but I'll tell you this, they do have low self-esteem. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. I'm glad. That's okay. We'll, we'll help them out because I'll invite them to come out and play. Yeah. Uh, other Offspring song. <laughs> I think we are running out there. <laughs> uh, original Prankster featuring Red Man. <laughs> uh, so I take it back, guys. The 90s were awful. <laughs> it was a shrill and pointless decade, and I'm glad it's over. <laughs> so, uh, Ooh, Darkwing Duck, though. Yeah. yeah. Animated Tick was good times, too. Ooh, yeah. yeah. I love the man-eating cow. Oh. Best villain ever. I fucking Chairface love... Chairface Chippendale. Midnight Bomber, man. Midnight Bomber. Midnight Ooh, I love too. the really old villain who punched Teddy Roosevelt, and then when Mount Rushmore was constructed, built a giant boxing glove to punch the statue <laughs> of Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> God, uh, Ben Endland, you are a national treasure, <laughs> and you do not get enough. He, he can't keep a tick show going for more than a season or two. No. And they've all been great. They've all been so very different ways. They've never repeated themselves. They've always been distinct and different from one another. But they've all been so good. Oh, man. (laughs) All right. So uh, Mad Max is getting his uh, body tattoos. He sees that he's about to get a brand of like a flaming skull steering wheel. And he fucks out of there, nopes out of that. Punches a bunch of sperm dudes and... Sperm goons. Yeah, sperm goons. And uh, runs his way through a series of of a uh, little like cave uh, tributaries. Yeah, some like weird little cut out yeah. set of hallways they he got. Al- <laughs> he is also like continually continually beset with flashbacks uh, of this of a little girl who failed who he failed at some point in the past. It right. seems cuz there's a lot of diff- especially with this first one uh, there's a lot of frenetic editing and there's a lot of hallucinations just and sort of fast motion. In. But yeah, it seems they speed the camera up a yeah. lot in the early yeah, segments. It's got yeah, some, sorry, uh, sorry John. It just it seems like he let like an entire village get destroyed cuz there right. like the little girl is kind of the main source of his uh, like embodiment of his guilt. But there's like a lot of different characters that kind there's of there's literally pop five up. or six people yeah. that pop up in front yeah. of him who are like, "You failed us," and are shape shifting to other people. Yeah, nah. so there's clearly several people he failed to say. Yep, uh, he gets captured by the War Boys. He falls in some water. They have a like little bit of a fight. Uh, real quick, Mad Max is uh, his fighting style is literally anything he can do to escape. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, he tends to throw his body and flail his limbs. Yeah, right. there's no style points here, and he's an expert at kicking you in the face if you've only got a hold of one of his legs. Yes, true. true. 
Uh, he eventually it's like he can't miss. It's his superpower. <laughs> you come at the king, you better get both legs. <laughs> right. He ends up running down the corridor, throws open a double door uh, to just nothing. Yeah. Just a just, just a, a steep a drop off. Hundred story drop. One of them Sarah Winchester double doors. <laughs> uh, the a a small like crane hook passes by and he leaps onto it to get away but unfortunately his momentum swings Just him bring, bring right, him right, back right back to the, yeah. right back to the war boys our first sense of uh, geography and this is what we later find out is called the citadel which is three giant spires of rock yeah they're like three plant plateaus life. yeah they have like plant yeah. life just on the top of them and uh, lots of plant yeah. life yeah. yeah totally green up top uh, so Mad Max is uh, uh, brought back in. Then we get the titles: Mad Max Fury Road, Ping Pong. Yeah, they do Ping Pong like in uh, Forrest Gump. Yeah, it's pretty rad. Yeah, yeah. And then we are now. You know the Ping Pong was all done with CGI. I'm not surprised. There was no ball on that table. Ping Pong is an extraordinary difficult sport, and to have Tom Hanks on one end of it, like that would have just been really <laughs> hard to do. Yeah, I guess you're right. There's no fucking way, man. True. I have nothing to add. Yeah. Next! <laughs> uh, so this is where we're introduced to uh, ostensibly the lead character in this movie. Furiosa. Uh, Imperator Furiosa, played by Charlize Theron. Uh, and she is like, the Imperators, uh, near as I can tell, are like sort of the uh, like sort of like middle yeah. management of the Citadel. Right. Like they are in charge of the, uh, of the outside party. Like if the war group goes out and it's not Immortan Joe, it's the Yeah, they're like, they're like, they're like, they're like, Field sergeants. Yeah. They get their own war rig. Yeah. yeah. So she's got her war rig, which is like the front of it is a car where the top of the car's been cut off, and then the top of another car has been put back onto this car. Right. Uh, but then everything has monster truck wheels, and there's like a big rig eight wheeler. Yeah, there's a full on like yeah. typical oil tanker that she's pulling, and, and then she's got like a bomb behind that. Yeah. Gas. Yeah. It's very cool. Yeah. Uh, and then, then we meet uh, the Immortan Joe, who is the villain of the film. He is introduced by having a small boy blow white powder on his weeping sores. Oh, yeah. God, he's so gross. It's he's so disgusting. so fucking disgusting. Oh. Uh, and the actor, he is made almost entirely out of tumors. Yeah. yeah. And the, the actor, whose name uh, escapes me right now, he's actually the uh, the guy who played Toe Cutter in the very, in the very first, first Mad one, Max. Yeah. Oh, okay. And now he's yeah. back. His name is like Hugh something. He's just like a, a crazy Australian goon. Yeah. Uh, God, so he's, he's so good as Toe Cutter, though. He is. He's so animated and weird. He's so good as a Morton Joe. <laughs> a Morton Joe, like he gets like this like weird clear plastic armor like attached to his body with like painted on abs and everything. He's got this mask that has like these giant creepy like teeth, like Joker teeth from yeah. like the comics. Uh, and then the wild hair, it's all white. Yeah, and he and his family seem to be suffering some kind of a, like a genetic disease because he needs this big breather mask to be able to get oxygen yes. in. And his son, who's just a big muscle head, yeah. also has like an oxygen tank strapped to his back with just tubes going in his nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And then his other son is the... Uh, 
is the 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 guy in like the chair who yeah in the wheelchair who's clearly got like stunted growth yes. stuff going on yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, and like they make mention of like that later on in the movie when like spoiler alert one of the one of his wives like gives birth like sort of post death birth to a baby and they're like oh this one was actually good yeah they're like this one was <laughs> like perfect. generally the babies that he is he is uh, putting out into the world are all malformed due to yeah, yeah at least got lumps yeah, yeah. radioactivity I'm sure inbreeding and all sorts of crazy things. Yeah. So the Immortan Joe walks up to his his like adoring public, and everyone's like, "Oh, it's Immortan Joe!" And he's like, "Ah, I run the." Ah. <laughs> he t- he's yep. like, "Yeah, have it's some water. water." Yeah, he basically just yells and he's like, "We're sending Furiosa to the bullet to get bullets no, to from Gas Town. Yeah. Yeah. She's going gas. to Gas Town. Well, she's going to gasoline. Gas gasoline from Gas Town and bullets." From the Bullet Farm. Yeah. Uh, because the naming conventions in the Mad Max universe are rad. Yes. Uh, and then he hits like two giant switches and unleashes like three giant torrents of water. water. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone races to get them and like fill up their bowls and you know, uh, buckets and stuff. And then he shuts it off and he tells them to not, do not become addicted to the water. <laughs> yeah, you will resent its absence. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I guess we should probably camp out on the war boys as being like the, the shape of their society since it plays into the rest of the plot of the movie. Right. They are a fascist death cult. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, right well, they're, the cult, yeah. they're the cult of the V8. <laughs> yes. That's what yeah. it's called. Correct. Uh, yeah, and they have a strong, unquestionable patriarch who will not tolerate any form of dissent, and all of the war boys, I guess, are his children. Maybe. I, like, probably. Indeterminate. Most of those, for sure, yeah. because he has, like, a billion wives. Yeah. So he's got to be pumping out quite a few kids. Yeah, but from what I understand is, like, some of the war boys are just taken from the people. The, the people on the ground are called the wretched, and they. I was reading some of this yeah. when we watched the movie. They're essentially and, the, the working class. Yeah, and whenever. Only, they're the only reason that they're serving a Morton Joe is because he gives them just enough water not to die. Right. right. And whenever the, the war rigs are brought down in the giant super elevator that's powered by human beings on hamster wheels. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, occasionally the war boys or the Immortan Joes like underlings will bring up a couple babies or something and bring them up top and raise them as, as war, war pups yeah. into gotcha. war boys. Okay. Uh, so it's probably a similar to how the Empire dealt with stormtroopers. Like yeah, it right. started as Lots like... Of cons- yeah, yeah, lots of conscription. And then a couple of them are just weird genetic freaks. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, they are very much a death cult that is impatient to die. Yeah. Well, uh, their highest, kind of their, the highest achievement that you can get as a war boy is to die in combat. Right. Not the Gene Herschel Humanitarian Award? <laughs> <laughs> no, weirdly enough. <laughs> that's more of like, yeah, you gave enough money to charity. Gotcha. We'll bump okay. you up yeah, yeah, nice, gotcha. Nice, uh, so this cleans up the image of an actor on the rebound. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, so Furiosa uh, takes the war rig and she drives out into the desert and she keeps checking her rear view, make sure she's got enough distance. And when she does, she fucking veers that shit off east yeah. and just starts driving into the desert. The geography is incredibly well laid out 
in that it is incredibly simple. There literally are only three places in the entire horizon. That we yeah. know of, right. You can see Gastown, you can see the Bullet Farm, and you can see that she is turning away from all three of the things that we know about. Yeah. Right, yeah. She has got, there's towns in the three of the four cardinal directions, and she goes east. Yeah. Yep, and uh, one of the Warboy, like, guys scurries up to her driver's door. is like, what's going on? She's just like... Going east. New orders. And he's like, oh, oh. He's like, all right. Well, I do like Blue Monday, so uh, let's do this new order. Yeah. Bizarre love triangle. That's the only one I got. Uh, that time they teamed up with Johnny Marr of the Smiths to make electric. Oh, okay. It's yeah. not very good. Sure, but doesn't have that fascist Morrissey. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. What uh, a gross, gross fascist that guy turned out to be. Hey, John. Also racist. (laughs) I think that goes hand in hand. (laughs) That's if you have one, you probably have the other. You know, you never see a good multicultural fascist. (laughs) You know, I like all all people of all creeds, all races, to be underneath my boot heel. Yeah. That's true, 1984's famous line of, if you want to see a vision of the world, imagine everyone holding hands and sharing a Coca-Cola. Now imagine (laughs) that Coca-Cola underneath a boot heel. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, uh, Furiosa starts driving out uh, further and further and further. Uh, at some point, it's brought to the Immortan Joe's attention, and he like lumbers off to find out why she ran, why she's running away, and he opens this giant fucking vault, which is where yeah. he keeps his wives, and he gets uh, his there, breeders, his bre- his prize breeders. breeders. You'll notice yeah. when he opens the door, you can hear Cannonball. Right. Mm-hmm. That's a breeder's song. Ah, they're getting back together. I doubt it. No, th- okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're saying it. Let's see if it works out. You got me there. I, I don't. I don't for a fact know. Yeah, there does appear to be some sort of uh, 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 like uh, sort of like levels to the Immortan Joe's women because there's like there's the, the breastfeeders. Yeah, yeah, and that's just like like big women feeding babies yeah. uh, from the breast. And then they also are like harvesting, they're also like pumping that breast milk. Yeah, for mm-hmm. mother's milk, which is their like uh, nutrition drink. Yeah, that's yeah. like, that's their, that's their soylent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's their form of uh, white claw. Yeah. Ugh. It's the things that the tech bros in their society drink. Yeah. I got a code, dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this coding. Yeah. Bro, this mother's milk is fucking red, man. You drink your mother's milk at work so you can crush that code, then you go home and you drink mother's milk code blue so you can <laughs> game harder. <laughs> mother's milk, gamer fuel. <laughs> the extreme mother's milk. <laughs> Only from mothers who've done so much cocaine. Oh, guys, I think... In terms of capitalism, we can maybe stand to tone it down a little bit, just as a people. Nah. No way, man. (laughs) Yeah. No way, man. More faster. I just, once I get to see a commercial where someone's like, this soda tastes like loser tears. (laughs) I think think we've had enough. Nah. I think we can stand to just reel it in a little bit. Whoa, are you a secret Mr. Pibb sympathizer? Uh, please, I am a Jacobean, so I like the royal crown cola. <laughs> and Once I'm a- it is right, put set back on the throne. Yeah. All shall be well with the harvest. Uh, and I am a 
out and proud Mr. Pibb sympathizer. Ooh, in not fact, that oh, in, tears. Fact, in fact, I'm a Mr. Pibb truther. It's better <laughs> than Dr. Pepper. Whoa, whoa, whoa Dr. Pepper has 27 unique flavors. And you know what? Mr. Pibb probably only needs half that. <laughs> it's just as good, if not better. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Pibb went to community college. Good enough. Dr. Pibb went to Ivy League. Dr. There Pibb? is no Dr. Pibb. Dr. Pibb. Dr. Pibb is his father. He lives in Florida. <laughs> Dr. Pibb was the Mr. Pibb from back before the FDA. No, no, Dr. Pibb and Dr. It's Pibb. Full and, of coca right? Dr. Pibb and Dr. Pepper worked together to create the formula for Dr. Pepper. Then Dr. Pepper had Dr. Pibb uh, uh, arrested. Uh, thrown out of the country. Thrown out of the country to Russia. And now Ms. Dr. Pibb's son, Mr. Pibb, is going to build a robot suit of armor with whips to kill son of. Dr. Pepper. <laughs> you know what? Uh, Iron so- Man soft- great. <laughs> <laughs> hey, soft drink industry, hire us to do all your fucking commercials. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be rad as hell. Mm. Uh, so, uh, Morton Joe finds that uh, all of his prize breeders have left him and have only left behind their uh, caretaker. She's got a face full of tiny word tattoos, uh, but she's like, they yeah, left. Yeah, she's essentially like the midwife. She helps yeah, when they their are. doula. Yeah, yeah, like when they are birthing because she is no longer capable of having children. Right, and she's like, they're gone, and fucking, he's like, she's like, she took them, and they're like, no, they fucking begged her to leave. And what I love is up to this point in Morton Joe, has obviously been built up to be this uh, really intimidating, imposing presence in the movie, but then he runs like a little idiot. Yeah, well, because oh, he's great. A, he's such a dummy. He is an old, dying man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, it's great. It's awesome. Yep. Uh, so he gets straps into his fucking mega car, which again is a car on top of a car on top of a car on top of monster truck wheels. Right. Yeah. And he rallies all of his other cars on top of cars and they fucking shoot out. There's one particular car that I think bears special mention. Well, before we get there, uh, there is a, a moment where the war boys, the jizz boys, the sperm boys run in and they start grabbing steering wheels from a pile of steering wheels and praying to the god of the an altar of steering yes. wheels. Yes. Uh, and this is where we see that uh, Max, Mad Max, is being used as, as a, a blood bag. Yeah, as a blood, as a, basically like a blood bag and yeah. an IV. One of the war boys, it is said, is running on empty, and so he needs a top off, which yeah. means they stick a needle into Mad Max, they stick a needle into uh, Nux, yeah. is what we find out his name is. Played by Nicholas Holt of I Played Beast in the X Men movies fame. Okay, <laughs> Until I got super annoyed having to do that makeup and was like, can't you just have like a fucking serum that makes him not beast anymore? Yeah, I'll do beast for like five minutes a movie, but that's it. <laughs> yeah. Boy, the actors just ran roughshod all over those productions after first class. Good. Jennifer Lawrence refused to get in that fucking mystique makeup. That Rebecca <laughs> Romaine did for three movies. Yeah. And even Rebecca Romaine like tried to get out of it as much as she could. It's probably very uncomfortable. I would assume as much. It's gotta be mostly like latex and rubbery. Well yeah, shit. also you're naked. Yeah. You're naked all day. <laughs> I mean that, for blue paint. I don't know, it seems kinda of freeing. Oh. oh, I bet it's so goddamn hot. 
Ooh. But unlike all the other idiot actors, you don't got to worry about how to get out of your costume to go pee. No, you just have to rip the latex yeah. that's covering your butthole <laughs> and poop I, out of it. <laughs> it's a much more embarrassing, <laughs> terrifying thing. Everyone else wears pants in those movies. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, no, it's going to be so much better to have to sit down and straight up tear apart the latex that's attached to your skin and it's probably gotten in the crack too and just like pulling up the tiny hairs ah, that are in there and everything ah the hair the butt hairs those hurt the worst right oh guys it's hard to imagine that a lot of these movies were directed by a known sex criminal <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> true except for the good one first class that's Matthew true. Vaughn right who now has made an entire career out of only adapting uh, uh, Mark Millar books. Yeah, but doing them a lot better than Mark Millar ever yeah, did. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You ever try reading a Mark Millar comic? Oh, it's yeah. It's awful. We've covered this on the podcast a number of times. Uh, it's been a while, though. Basically, a Mark Millar comic book is the comic book that says, fuck you for reading me. Aren't you an idiot? Yeah. <laughs> you spent money on this, dum-dum. <laughs> He's on his, uh, I think, fourth volume of Hit Girl, the kick-ass spinoff. Yes. It's yeah. a, how? They're all bad. Didn't Kevin Smith write a Hit Girl book? Uh, probably. <clears throat> that seems like something he would do. Yeah. Also, I'm surprised that you're like, but it's terrible, and it's still being made. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I should learn my lesson. <laughs> right. We did do a lot more X-Men movies than we probably need. Sure. Yeah. And remember, there's at least three more Avatars coming. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, but one's going to be underwater. One's going to be in the sky. There was a story that came out today, which was basically uh, James Cameron isn't sure anyone even wants the Avatar sequels. I mean, even, true. Even he's starting to falter. Yeah, come on. Well, no one wants them. Yeah, I don't need to see Dances with Wolves meets Fern Gully meets Big Blue Cats. Yeah. In space. What's a wild about that is the first hour of that movie, I'm like, well, this isn't very good. The second hour of that movie, I'm like, hey, this is actually pretty good. Then the third hour of that movie, and it's like, oh, no, it's back to being intolerable. This yeah. is terrible. In the theater, if you saw it in 3D, you were suckered in by the amazing visuals. Yeah. Like, you have to watch that movie in 3D, because otherwise it looks flat and cartoony. God, it's so boring. Seeing it in 3D adds a lot of depth to it, and so, like, you get sucked into this Could world. Could have had that depth to the characters. Sure. Or the writing. Yeah, But well. John, he only had three hours. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> he had to really zip through. <laughs> Speaking of zipping through, <laughs> Mad Max Fury Road. We went east. Yeah, so they're heading east. The Immortan Joe is in pursuit. Uh, Nux, the war boy, really wants to go, but they're like, you can't go if you can't stand. And he's like, just hook my blood bag up to my car. And they're like, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Let's do that. Yeah. Yeah. And so they... Well, he's, he mentions uh, that he, because he's getting blood from Mad Max, he's getting crazy blood. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> it's that high-octane stuff, man. <laughs> so the next thing you see is Mad, Mad Max strapped to the front of a car like a big stupid like, hood ornament. And I love how much comedy is in Tom Hardy's performance. Oh, he yeah. speaks maybe ten words throughout the whole movie. Yeah. But his face is constantly like, hey, it's me, Max. You're probably wondering, how'd <laughs> I, I get, get into this crazy <laughs> situation? 
Corporation. Well, it all started. When you cut to Mad Max and you see him strapped to the front of this car with like the blood tube going into the car, he's literally screaming gibberish and then sees the car next to him. He's like, oh, first you took my jacket. Now you take my car. Uh, He is halfway to a meat cute. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the Immortan Joe's uh, giant car army, the Carmi, is chasing after you know uh, 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 Furiosa. Meanwhile, also chasing Furiosa, we find out... She gets into enemy territory. Furiosa! And here come the... Porcupine yeah, the, Ditos. Yeah. It's like a... Ah, uh, yeah, damn it. They have a name. They, they call them by something. But I don't... I only know them as, oh, they got them cars what have full of spikes. Yeah, yeah. they are they are the road warrior shoulder pads of cars. <laughs> it's Correct. good stuff. So, uh, the, the uh, spiky car people show up. Uh, and then there's like this this giant epic car chase. Cars are flying all over the place. The Warboys' main weapons appear to be guns, uh, giant crossbows. They, they have very and then few. Sticks. Yeah, they have very few guns. Yeah, yeah, it's mostly they've got like spear chain harpoons that they use to try to like slow down whatever right. they're chasing. And yeah, they have a lot of like impact grenades tied to spears that they just. Either throw or leap onto whatever they want to explode. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So uh, this is what follows is, a, a, I mean, an epic car chase. It's literally like 25 minutes of the, the next 25 minutes. Yeah, of the no, movie. it's an extremely long car chase that's just constant destruction. It's just nothing but destruction yeah. and mayhem and death. And what's particularly great is because it's in the desert, there's tons of sand and debris just flying up. So yeah. all over every car is just ripped to pieces. With It's just, it's incredibly uh, visually arresting to see yes. these yeah. things. And especially up because clearly in the desert, there's no like. Uh, obstacles. Well, no one can so hear you scream. You've just got all this beautiful, like, helicopter shots of all of this right. destruction. And what I find uh, hilarious, and this will happen several times throughout the course of the movie, is that we are in these wide, flat, open deserts, but everyone still just follows one straight path. Damn right. <laughs> Damn right. So, uh, is this where we get into some of the, the like, Home Alone traps that are out in the deserts? There's one of the yes, war boys yeah, yeah. trips them because it's the very first death in the scene is the, uh, yeah. the like Plymouth Prowler that's in front of the war rig. Uh, it trips a wire that opens up like a predator pit. Yeah, and the car just drops right into it, and uh, the guy flips out. And it's pretty great. The question though is, why do you need the trip wire? Like, if you just had a covered hole in the desert, wouldn't you just drive it? That's a good point. Yeah. Like, what is the trip well, wire moving the, out of the way? The trip wire there is to break up the momentum of the. Car because those are big fucking tires. Uh, so they yeah. can probably take a couple jump, spike maybe. hits. Good points. Good but point. if you, like, fuck up the momentum, if you slow it down and make Flip it Flip the over, car over, yeah. Yeah. and the top lands on the spikes, whoever's in there is dead. Super dead. Impaled. Uh, Which uh, we, we see and is great. Yeah, and we see the, the war boys' uh, religious rite of passage, basically. Religious where, yeah. rite of, of death. death. <laughs> yeah. Because, again, they are a death cult that is impatient to die. Yeah, yeah. their whole thing is uh, when they feel that they are close to dying or making a sacrificial death, they pull out like a small thing of silver, like chrome, chrome spray, spray paint, paint. Yeah. spray it in their mouth, 
scream to their friends, Witness me! Witness me! Yeah, and the then, idea is you die in combat. Uh, your face is basically like your bumper. Because yes. again, everything is like a car religion. Yeah. So you want to make sure that your bumper's all shined up and chrome. Right, and so when you die... You can uh, ride the highways of Valhalla for forever. eternity. <laughs> when did Valhalla get those highways? Goddamn Valhalla Eisenhower. Well, here's the thing. After they renamed Hell to Valhalla, they already had all them highways to oh, it. Oh, no kidding is that how they did it that's true you Damn. can bring your friends too yeah. they're all gonna be there Way to hell. that's a good song yeah. it is a good song it's a great song man i love me some acdc mm. man speaking of acdc one thing we didn't mention about a morton joe's awesome is that army. ac slater is among the war boys <laughs> nah that's not the one uh <laughs> among the among among the morton joe's fleet of automobiles uh, is is a is a bo- automobile called the Doofmobile. Correct. The rear of the automobile is four war boys pounding gigantic, gigantic drums, timpani drums in like super crazy like battle rhythms. Yeah, yeah. they're essentially keeping pace so that they yeah. know how to stay in formation into a wall of speakers. Yeah, you pan yeah. around to see the front, which is a wall of speakers and amplifiers. And it is fronted by the Coma Doof Warrior, an eyeless screaming guitar player who is suspended from bungee cords, and his <laughs> guitar spits out fire. Yeah, and it, it has two necks. Yeah, it does. Fun fact: that guitar is playable, and all the guitar sounds you hear it making the movie, it's making nice. And it's shooting fire. That's an yeah. awesome guitar. Yeah, it's pretty rad. Uh, but yeah, he's clearly the best character in this or any movie oh. ever in history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if we had to go back and add like great tertiary characters to a squad, I mean, it's Doof Warrior, it's uh, Swoop from Drop Zone. From Drop Zone. Yeah. Uh, you know, you put those guys together, you can have a real B team. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so the uh, we see a couple of War Boy sacrifices. We also see uh, very close on the horizon. A sandstorm, which you may be thinking in your head, oh yeah, just a bunch of sand flying around and some wind. Oh, you sweet summer child. Yeah, this oh, is... you moron, you idiot. And this now is... you're probably thinking, ah, shit, it's one of them sandstorms what's actually an old-timey pharaoh. But no. No, it doesn't turn into the face of the mummy. Yeah. <laughs> Much to Brendan Fraser's <laughs> chagrin. Yeah. Uh, it is, it, this, this sandstorm is a lot like uh, the kind of storms you see in uh, like apocalypse disaster movies, where it's like, like it's, it's just a, it's, it's a geo storm. Yeah. It's a day after tomorrow storm. It's a 2012 it's storm. Not unlike a sandy version of the nebula from Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it is essentially a giant cloud full of lightning and fire, but it just happens to be made out of sand and it's on the ground. <laughs> and tornadoes. Don't forget the tornadoes. Yeah. So basically, all of the war boys are like, "Fuck, it's too." crazy to go in there except for Nux and one other like Nux group. and his, yeah Nux and his guy uh, Nux is driving his his buddy fell off uh, and at this point Mad Max another is, group gets in there and just immediately gets fucked up by the yeah, tornado sucked up yeah. by a tornado yeah Furiosa leads them into the storm uh, covering herself up with a small bandana and some steampunk goggles. Yeah, yeah, uh, for her cosplay. Yeah, so Nux follows closely behind. He's got Mad Max. Mad Max is broken free of his bonds and is now like hiding behind the rear windshield. Uh, Nux sees an opportunity to take out Furiosa and begins opening all of these gas cans in the inside of his car oh, to flood it with gas. 
gives himself the chrome, the chrome spray, spray paint treatment. And pulls, pulls out a road flare. <laughs> road flare. Yeah. To dunk it into a flaming car to ram it into yeah. her car. And uh, Max has gotten off the hood, but he's still attached via a chain to Nux. So yes. he can't just like... Bail. Bail out. Yeah. Uh, but when he sees the road flare, he immediately punches through the rear windshield uh, and then stops him by grabbing the flare. Not today, yeah. dum-dum. And then the car flips over and explodes. Yeah. It's great. Uh, cut to... The storm passes. A couple of hours later. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Max digs himself out of some sand and uh, sees the war rig just in front of him. He picks up Nux and a door. <laughs> yep. Well, for, he finds uh, just a short shotgun uh, with yeah, two like shells sawed in off it. Shotgun. And he's like, fuck yeah. So he can't... Uh, he is attached to a chain on his head to a chain on Nux's wrist. At first, he can't get the chain off of Nux's wrist, so he tries to shoot off the whole arm. Yeah. yeah. But uh, the... It fizzles out. The the gun is a yeah. Dug. It's like there's too yeah. much sand in behind yeah. it because he yeah. tries to knock some sand out from behind the firing pin before he does it. But even yeah, then, it's just, just not it just, enough. It, yeah, it's just a dud. Yeah. Nah. So, so he, he picks up Dum Dum Nux and a car door. <laughs> yeah, because that's on the chain and walks up and to the rig. Runs up to the rig, uh, and his plan is to hijack the rig. Yeah. And this is where we kind of find out we kind of missed a little bit. So the the the, the brides the the. Uh, prize breeders of a Morton Joe have been hiding in the rig this entire time and we now see all of them uh, all five of them uh, having like a, a water break a sexy shower scene in the middle yeah. of the desert yeah they got all sandy from that storm oh, yeah. this is a Rube Goldberg of a movie everything has a cause and effect they got sandy they gotta wash it off. Yeah, yeah. They do. George Miller can't help it if it's a little sexy. No, he can't. They've also got to get their weird piranha chastity belts off. Yeah, correct. Yeah, they're wearing a, a, a Morton Joe standard issue chastity oh. belts, which have like the little skull wheel, and then in the bottom, where like the part that goes around like the tainty area, there's an opening with teeth. With yeah. teeth. Spiky teeth. Yikes. Uh, so they get Talk about off. having a hard time going to the bathroom in that. Yeah. Still easier than having to tear apart latex from your sensitive skin. <laughs> the most sensitive of your skin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, got, I got nothing. It, yeah. I, I take it back. It sounds awful. I feel like you're not going to get this until we cover you in latex and make you do it. Well, if Ooh, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I don't want to cover John with latex. I don't want to cover John with latex. <laughs> Thanks. You're a true friend. <laughs> no problem, buddy. <laughs> Just not what I need to do today. So Max is pointing this gun. Right, this gun that he knows won't fire. He's trying to bluff He's his way through. It. Yeah. Um, he demands that... And again, Max doesn't say a lot of words. Most of the things he goes is... Ugh, water, yeah. He's, you. He's a real mumblecore. Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Better work with Lena Dunham, because you're a mumblecore. This is a but. Joe Swanberg movie in disguise. <laughs> the Duffer Brothers came in for reshoots. <laughs> the Duplass Brothers. No, I stand by it. Okay. Nah, he's right. Yeah. Jeff and Joe Duffer. Duffer. <laughs> they call him the Duffs on set. But they don't. <laughs> Joey Duff, Jimmy Duff. Uh, it's Jimmy Duff and Billy Duff, because they're also the <laughs> Duffel Dragons. Yeah. Oh, right, right, yeah. 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 Bimmy and Jiffy. Yeah. Fighting the Bobos. <laughs> <laughs> Whole armies of a Bobos. 
Do they go back in time in the fourth one? Am I remembering this correctly? I think, that I think is that's right, true. Yeah. I remember being a double dragon and fighting some pharaoh. That I, makes I, sense. I mean, there's also the Double Dragons Battletoads game. Yeah, good game. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the double cart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, where where they like teamed up together. Yeah, they had to solve mysteries. Yeah. With punches. Um, yeah. Not no, with pencil thin mustache. No, no, no. No, no. At least there was no bullshit speeder bike level in that garbage. True. Yeah. But more of Bobos. <laughs> I, want, yeah. I just recently Tons watched the, uh, the Double Dragon movie starring Scott Wolf Ooh. and Mark DeCascos. That Ooh. is a tough one. Uh, I will say two things about this movie. One, double two dragon. <laughs> one, uh, Robert Patrick, the T-1000, is the bad guy. He's having a fucking ball. <laughs> nice. Good for him. He's killing it. And two, the Abobo is a guy who gets put into like the de-evolution chair from the Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> nice. And is turned into one big muscle yeah it's reasonable real gross nice it's Cronenberg level body horror gross <laughs> uh, so yeah so Mad Max uh, tries to uh, uh, bluff his way through he gets some water uh, and then he tries to like he's trying to get he gets, tries to get one of the they, the latest, they got uh, big fucking like locker like lock the cutters. Chain cutters. they're cutting yeah. off the uh, they're using bolt cutters to get off the bolt chassis cutters. belts yeah. and he's got an idea and he demands that one of the uh one of the uh, breeder ladies uh, cuts off his chain she's having a hard time doing it and then out of nowhere furiosa just pummels the shit out of yeah, him yeah she yeah. just shoulder checks him and starts beating the fuck she, out well of she him. hits him in the face with her fucking nub yeah because she, she has a robot yeah. like half of a robot arm yeah and then like it's does it's it's amputated it's like just below yeah. the elbow right and she hits him punches him in the face with like her pointy arm nub and then they start wrestling for a while uh, nux is passed out and uh continuously like kind of Jostled around yeah. to and fro it's by very the funny. Yeah, it is quite uh, funny. Furiosa. And then he wakes up. <laughs> yeah, then he wakes up and teams up with Mad Max, who does <laughs> yeah. not want to team up with him. <laughs> uh, I also love that very early on in the fight, Furiosa gets the dud shotgun and immediately tries to blow his head yeah, off. Yeah, right. And she is, pulls the trigger, it doesn't, and she's so mad. She's so angry. Because she's oh. two levels of mad. She's mad that Max isn't getting his head blown off, and then also triple mad that it's like, you bluffed your way. So they fight for a while. She breaks her hidden compartment that's on the uh, the big the rig, underside yeah. of the big rig. The in case of emergency, break uh, pottery for a PP seven. <laughs> that's a Beretta. PP yeah. 7s like a short barrel. That's so what they, James Bond uses. Yeah. Until tomorrow never dies, where he gets like a PK nine. I think yeah, the Walther. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Eventually, it's like the Walther PPK, and then that's like the. Well, the Walther PPK is what he has as his, like, signature weapon throughout the whole Bond right. series. Yeah, yeah. And then in uh, Tomorrow Never Dies, he's with, uh, I believe, a Chinese or a Vietnamese agent who's just like, oh, we've upgraded to this sidearm. And it's like yeah. a oh, different yeah. pistol that he then takes into Die Another Day, which is Garbage. Yeah, after that, he just uses the sword Madonna gives him. Ooh, no, it's uh, The World Is Not Enough after that, which is a right. good one with a great theme song by Garbage. Uh, and then correct. it's Die Another Day, a terrible movie with an awful theme song by Madonna. Wait, The World Is Not Enough was the second one. No, no, no. After Tomorrow Golden Never Eye. Dies was after GoldenEye. That was the one with the newspaper tycoon that was trying to get all the exclusive broadcast rights in China. Then it was The World Is Not Enough. Then it was Die Another Day. I thought, 
You I, are. I, I know my Pierce Bosnan bronze because you're, you're Pierce Bosnan bronze. <laughs> yeah, here. I think I got Pierce Brosnan and I bronzed yeah. him. I think he's right, though. I think he's right. I mean, I know you've got the plots of the movies correct. I think you've the names wrong. No, no. I guarantee you, these are the names. Look Everybody is yelling at you through their podcast. Good. I hope device. they are. I hope they are. I hope they fucking are. And it's thirty years in the future, and it's a nuclear apocalypse, and they had to work on their hamster treadmill for 30 minutes to generate enough power to listen to one podcast and it's this one and they're so mad at you Mark they're so mad at you. Well, you know what? They made the wrong choice if this is the one they listened to. Well, they, they ran out of cereal. No, that's fair. But really, they should have gone back to the Rambo episode. Like, we've done better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but not many. Yeah. Okay. Alright, so it's Goldeneye. Correct. Yeah. Then, uh, keep scrolling. The world is not enough. Oh. No. Scroll back up. Toronto Wait a minute. Wait uh, a minute. And then Die Another Day. Then it's Spectre. Then scroll back up. <laughs> Casino Royale. Back down. See, this uh, is why. Skyfall. Why... Back up. Thunderball. Yeah. This is all. <laughs> I got it all here. <laughs> the order in which you read them does not make it the correct release order. Doesn't it, John? I guess you got me there. You are the center of your observable universe. I well, I'm not. The sun is. You're not the sun. No, the, but the sun is the center of my observable universe. No, you are by default nah, because man. you're you. I stand slightly behind John? the center of my <laughs> oh, observable no. universe. You know, so nothing surprises me. Guys, <laughs> I sit. In the, I sit. I sit in the corner of the sun of the universe, so uh, no one can walk from behind me. I get full view of everything. Nice, nice, oh, Mark, nice. Mark, Mark. That's me in the corner, and that's me in the spotlight. Are you losing your religion? <laughs> trying as hard. You're trying to keep keep view. I don't know I, if I can do it. Oh no! You've said too much. I haven't said enough. And I believe <laughs> in my heart of hearts and reality. <laughs> Tomorrow never dies is the second Pierce Brosnan Bond. I mean, hey, he prove me wrong. He put the R in the right place this time. That's true. Yeah. Uh, so uh, <laughs> I'm learning like how 2000. So uh, there's this, this three-way fight between Furiosa, Mad Max, and Nux. Eventually, uh, Mad Max steals Furiosa's gun. Nux throws the clip in it. He fucking fires it. Then Nux is like, "Let's go turn her into a Morton Joe." Then Mad Max fucking just punches Nux oh, in the gut with the yeah. gun. He is had enough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he tries to steal Furiosa's car. He gets the war rig. He gets like. 50 feet down the street. And then it stalls it out. Just stops. And he gets a look on his face like, it's just one of those days. <laughs> <laughs> it's about the he says, she said bullshit. He looks a lot like that because of his you weird... You think you want to quit? <laughs> Let shit slip. Pump. So come and get it. <laughs> this is a surprisingly musical episode. Yeah, man. Well, you start bringing up Limp Biscuit, I'm going to start breaking stuff tonight. <laughs> yeah, he's got all those old Limp Biscuit lyrics locked away in there and has oh, no use for them ever. It's true, man. <laughs> I came into this world as a reject. <laughs> Look into these eyes. Then you'll see the size of the flames. <laughs> yeah. 
Hey, remember in uh, Woodstock 99 where they told people to break shit and they did? <laughs> yeah. Remember yeah. what a shit show that was and how it's like got 900 sexual assault complaints? Hey, remember how when that happens it made us forget how terrible the original Woodstock was too? Which also had like 900 <laughs> sexual assault complaints. <laughs> well, Don't they always leave that out when they wax nostalgic about how great it was. Well, sure, because fucking... Fucking Country Joe Fish or whatever came out and sang that anti-war song. Oh, jeez. Well, I mean, in 99, we had that awesome time where the uh, Green Day guy ate that piece of grass. (laughs) That was pretty fucking rad. (laughs) I guess? When are we going to realize that the the greatest Woodstock was Woodstock 94? The forgotten Woodstock. (laughs) (laughs) Will Smith in that one? No, it was like Santana. It was like literally, it was like baby boomer like rockers from the original Woodstock. Oh, the they just like did they get Sha Na Na? They did not. It ain't no Woodstock without Sha Na Na. Bring me the Bowser. Bowser was dead. <gasps> I don't, I have, no, I can't verify that. <laughs> I, uh, if there's any Sha Na Na oh, fans no. listening, please don't take me seriously. Yeah, I feel like a Bowser of- could very well be alive. He could be in your home right now. I, I remember it. most people from Woodstock probably died in unfortunate heroin-related incidents. <laughs> <laughs> I know that Bowser is at least alive into the 90s because he's definitely the reason why you have to have a certain number of original members of a band if you want to tour with their name because he sued the touring Shanana. Oh. That dirty fake ass Shanana. Because <laughs> he's like, you only got the drummer, you're not Shanana. That's right. Well, that's like how there was like, there's like CCR, Creedence Clearwater Revival. Yeah, and, and then, then there was Creedence Clearwater Revisited. Revisited. Which was the Tom, <laughs> it was basically like everybody but John Fogarty. Yeah, everybody but John Fogarty. And then John Fogarty was like, you can't do that. I'm Creedence. Yeah. <laughs> and then a judge was like, I mean, there's three fourths of credence here, but yeah, you're right, Tom. You're right, John Fogarty. <laughs> well, there were three. Next out up of- on the docket, John Fogarty v. John Fogarty. <laughs> yeah, no, right. That's right. Stuff. He did have to sue himself for songwriting. I just like the fact that they may have been three fourths of the people in Credence Clearwater right. Revival, but they were barely one tenth of Credence Clearwater <laughs> Revival. <laughs> Oh man! Also, if you ever want a good time, look how uh, ZZ Call Top. I mean, yes. Don't lose that number. Yeah. It's the only one you'll need. That's right. I switched it to Steely Dan. You didn't even notice. Nice. Hey, Ricky, Billy, Ricky, 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 don't, Ricky you don't, lose lose Ricky don't lose that number. Because you're not anywhere that I can't find you. <laughs> Woo! It's creepy. I'll use it when I feel better. Oh, but when I'm is, all right. The Genesis version is Billy, though. That's the one I was thinking. Oh of. Yeah. yeah, Billy. Don't you lose my number? Uh, But also, Google how uh, ZZ Top formed as a (laughs) fake zombies band that toured without permission. Oh, yeah. Well, people used to do that all the time. (laughs) They would just, like, name themselves after some band that was never going to show up in the place they lived. They tried to do that with the animals, but then the lead singer of the animals got a bunch of Hell's Angels together (laughs) and shut down the concert. When asked in an interview years later if that was true, the guy from The Animal said, I have no memory of that, but I have no reason to not believe it. (laughs) I'm just really upset that the Hells Angels wander around enforcing trademarks. (laughs) Well, yeah, ever since they got in deep with the Stones doing their security, it was such a lucrative gig. (laughs) Yeah, and everything worked out so well at Altamont. Yeah, that was great. (laughs) 
Uh, so Mad Max Fury Road. Eventually, uh, yeah. uh, Mad Max and, and Furiosa basically strike a bargain that uh, he's going to ride with them to the green place. Yeah, basically everybody's got the uh, the same motivation, which is to just get through this. Nux wakes up and fucks off back to the war boys. No, no, no. no. The, at this point, he's running and he hops onto the back of the uh, war rig as it's driving oh, away. That's right. Yeah, he's still he's, he's still on a mission to kill Furiosa and yes. retrieve him. Right, right. So they are, basically their plan is they're going to get to this, uh, like... Uh, like a canyon. canyon. Like a very narrow Bunta Eve Padres canyon. Yeah, yeah. and Furiosa... Watch out, Furiosa has made a deal with the uh, inhabitants of this canyon for they're safe passage. Yeah. yeah, she's going to leave them the bomb of Guzzoline. Yes, and they're going to blow up the like entrance to the canyon and let them go on to the green place. When they get there, though... Uh, they're just like, you said nobody was coming, but now everybody's yes, coming. There's three war parties. Because uh, uh, the war boys sent up the flares to get their, uh, like, allies. Their, yeah, the their treaty of aggression. Yeah. yeah. So the yeah, the United Nations of shitheads show up. Yeah. And now, it's the Immortan Joe, it's the 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 Gastown Gas mayor, who I think is Immortan Joe's brother. Because yeah. he is also he made is, almost entirely of tumors. Yes, yeah. and he is the people eater. Yeah. yeah, and he calls him brother. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, but he's got a nose made out of chainmail, because presumably he had to cut it off from the syphilis. Correct. French disease. Uh, and he's also wearing like a three-piece suit with the nipples cut out. Yeah, as you do. <laughs> yeah, French disease. <laughs> and, uh, and, yeah, the, and then we got the, the bullet other farmers. guy, the bullet farmer, who's got a teeth. All of his teeth are bullets. All of his teeth are all of his clothes are bullets. All of his hats are bullets. All yes. of his bullets made up of smaller, different bullets. And what you have to admire about that. Very good at farming bullets. Yeah, one would assume true. that guy's got to be growing them on the finest bullet trees. That's now, true, well, here's yeah. the question: Are do bullets grow on trees, or they have a bush? Is it a vine? <laughs> are they are they it's like, like a roots? potato? You gotta pull it <laughs> out. Are they coopers? No, 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 no. It's like a cherry tree. You wait until a certain part of the year, and then you just shake the fuck out of it. <laughs> <laughs> but you gotta be careful. That's why you can't grow them around concrete because when they hit the ground, oh yeah, blow bow, 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 bow. <laughs> yeah, it's awful. <laughs> uh, also, the uh, the 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 mayor of of Bullet Town, the Bullet Farm, has the raddest fucking car. It's a True. like a Ford Mustang yeah. with fucking tank, tank treads. treads. Yeah, it's a car tank. It's a crank. Hey, yeah. welcome back to Car Tank. We got some cars. We got some tanks. Mm. For some reason, we're the world's most listened to radio program. We're two guys who don't like cars very much. Yep. Good for them, though. Right? Yeah, they did very well. Well done. Yeah. Uh, on PBS too. That's hard to make money off of NPR. NPR. Yeah. 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 Nationally syndicated radio. Show. Yeah. Uh, rest in peace, one car top guy. Yeah. <laughs> Whose names I will not learn. <laughs> Nor should you. There's one guy and the other guy. Yeah. Yeah. They're Chicago guys. I don't even think they are. No, they're, they're probably Bridgeport yeah, guys. I think they're Boston guys. Uh, that's I, think I know it's Boston. terrible, right? Yeah. It's gross when you find out that uh, they're up there. Couple of mass holes. Yeah. So, anyways, Anywho. I mean, Brookline is pretty okay. Yeah, but I only because of Hodgman. True. Classes up the joint. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, Mad Max Fury. We were worried we wouldn't have anything to talk about. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> so they uh, they get in. They they uh, <clears throat> there's a brief little moment where. 
the 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 bandits the, think that Furiosa is screwing them on the deal, and she's like, "I'm not, but I'm gonna get in this war rig and go because you started shooting at me now." Right. Uh, Nux fucks off to the war boys after. Yeah, he tries to decouple the the fuel tank, and he gets found out and thrown off the rig. Yeah, yeah thrown out. Uh, the bandits still protecting their sovereignty blow up the entrance to the canyon so that only a Morton Joe is able to get through on his big fucking monster big truck. Yeah, because he yeah. drives. Uh, Gravedigger. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Nux is just like, hey, I got a, a rag that one of your like ladies was wearing. And he's like, all right, you're my main man. You are my number one. Hakai. <laughs> so he's basically, he drives up alongside uh, the war rig and he's like, all right, Nux, you jump on there. You stab Furiosa until she's dead. You hijack the, no, the no, rig. He says, I'm going to stab her in the, oh, in the right. spine so she's still bleeding. He goes, no, just shoot her in the head. Yeah, take my gun, yeah. put a bullet in her head, then pull over the war rig, and I personally will carry you to the gates of Valhalla. I.e., I'm going to kill you. Correct. <laughs> uh, but it doesn't matter because Nux heroically, in slow motion, jumps on top of the war rig and immediately trips and loses his gun. <laughs> yeah, well, his <laughs> chain gets caught, so he just like falls down because the chain is still on his hand. And then the Immortal Joe looks at him with a with the same look that all parents have when a kid brings home yeah. that piece of paper that the teacher gives him that said he failed a test, you have to sign this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's like, ah, Fucking idiot. He just shakes his head and goes, ugh, yeah. and abandons him. Uh, no, so and he, then starts point, he starts pointing some guns at the fucking cockpit, I guess, of the war rig, yeah. uh, but the one pregnant woman opens the door to use herself as a human shield, basically. Yeah. Right. Like, ah, I can't shoot at you. That's my property. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then uh, a couple of things, more car chase, more explosions. Yeah, uh, there's the, the dirt bikes of the bandits come in, and there's like a dirt bike v. war boys v. war rig chase yeah, that happens yeah. that's pretty and, fucking And like, cool. these, these motorcycles are like leaping over the truck. And, and then dropping, dropping grenades. Bombs. Yeah. It's awesome. And it's got a Somebody should point out now, since we haven't gotten there yet. Yeah, that should be you. Yeah. You can be that somebody. Yeah. A lot be of, the change you wish to see in the podcast. I'm trying to. But yeah. I'm interrupting you. Right. Ooh, but he's being very supportive. That's sure. true. So much I'm, encouraging. Hey, hey Mark, guys, you can do this. I've you got to, it, Mark. I'd love You're to change the, the world. I'd love to change the world. But I don't know what to do. Well, I don't know if I can do it. Yeah. yeah. What? Ooh. Is that 10 years after song? I'd love to change the world. 10 years after? Yeah. The is that some fucking Brigadoon bullshit? <laughs> no, no, right? no. They were like a set of a band? It was a, is this like, from a musical? Oh, uh, it was that guy who uh, played guitar. Alvin Lee, I think is his name. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. From the Chipmunks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the song that was uh, like... Uh, I was like, bam, but then all I see is bam, but then bam, and they oh, say a lot of it's, it's a, a lot of bad one. words and uh, yeah. stuff. Yeah. Anyways, but if you speed it up, he sounds like a chipmunk. Yeah, that's true. That's all, all songs do. Yeah, <laughs> all songs go to heaven. Ooh. Not all of them. That's not true. Yeah, not all of them. It's true. Highway to Hell, as previously mentioned, goes to Valhalla. Yeah. Correct. True. True. Hot for teacher. Definitely goes to hell. Yes. Yeah. But I'll see it down there. Oh, I mean, yeah, right? <laughs> Hell's got all the great rock songs. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So anyways. Yeah, yeah. What about uh, Creed? No, Creed goes to heaven. Yeah. <laughs> Most <laughs> definitely. <laughs> it goes to the heaven that no one wants to go to. Yeah. 
Oh, Scott Stapp. I know that he has a lot of uh, uh, mental illnesses that he is as well as uh, drug trying to work problems, through. Yeah. But, like, also, he was such a piece of shit in the 2000s. Yeah. He was a real, like, pretentious asshole for being in a post-Pearl Jam, post-grunge <laughs> shit metal band. Yeah, shit metal Christian band. Yeah. But, like, sneaky Christian. Because yeah. the, there was always that one kid in your high school class who was like, Hey, hey, hey. Do you know that they're actually singing about God? And then there was that other kid who was like, No, they're just a cool rock band. Yeah. <laughs> and luckily that kid gets to move on to Nickelback yeah, very I mean, soon. I was going to say, it's the same kid that was like, No, wrestling is real. Yeah. <laughs> Stone Cold for life. Uh, uh, so uh, Good times. Yeah, great times. <laughs> uh, the pregnant uh, breeder... Uh, is eventually, after a series of uh, explosions... Unfortunate <laughs> events. Yeah, after a series of unfortunate <laughs> events, she's visited by both Neil Patrick Harris and Jim Carrey in bad oh, makeup. Oh, fate worse than death. Mm. Uh, no, she falls off the war rig yeah. and goes, goes under, the, under wheels. the wheels. Yeah, the Immortan Joe... She, like, lands right in front of the Immortan Joe's car, and he swerves to miss her, and in doing so, oh, runs her over. Yeah. yeah, with his giant tires. Yeah, uh, all the uh, other breeders want to go back, and Max is just like, she I went saw under her wheels. go under yeah. the wheels. He's like, she went under the wheels. Yeah, and they're like, all right, well, yep. keep driving. Yep. So they're still heading to the green place. Uh, meanwhile, uh, yeah, the the basically the the three war parties regroup on the other side yeah. of the canyon because the uh, like everyone else had to go around the mountain range. Yes, yeah. Uh, so it's nighttime, or wait for it to be cleared, or whatever. Because yeah. it does. It's well, clear. they say later in the movie that like it'll take us like. Uh, nine hours to go around the mountain and he's like no 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 we just go through the way we came it'll be clear by now yeah so I, I don't know if they're clearing it while they're having the battle no one of the one of the one of the breeders specifically says like all the cars got through we gotcha. know it's clear I think yeah. they, they're just clearing it while they're having the car chase where it's just a Morton Joe yeah and, uh, uh, gotcha gotcha not. yeah so they uh, but anyway they're all the war parties are on the other side and they send out the bullet farmer yeah to go and like scout ahead well what happens is they want to go and fight them but the Morton Joe is having his unborn baby cut out from the corpse of his dead, dead, dead lady. You don't yeah. see any of the carnage that is right. inflicted upon this human body, but you it's filmed almost like from the perspective of the corpse, yeah. which just makes it very disturbing. Yeah. Because he's throwing around knives like he's a sushi chef at yeah. Benihana. Well, and he's like very holding upsetting. shit in his mouth. Yeah. It's like super unsanitary. Everyone's covered in gr- dirt and grime and oil. Uh, yeah, but basically the like the war doctor is like, well, she's dead. And he's like, what about the property that's inside of <laughs> yeah. her? And he brings out the Beethoven hearing aid horn. And yeah. he's like, well, I don't hear anything. And he's like, cut it out of her. Yeah. Yeah, so he he cuts out this uh, baby. It is the baby is stillborn, but this is yeah again like we talked genetically, about genetically it was uh, free of any deficiencies or deformities. And yeah, and it from was a, a visual inspection yeah. at that moment, right. <laughs> and it was also a male too. Yeah, yeah. So it would have definitely been like the next inheritor of the it, like it would have skipped over all the other like broken people, right? Because Rictus, for all of his like muscle bound like goonness, is dumb as a bag Very of rocks. So yeah. stupid because because. Because what happens next is to the world. Because what happens next is he goes, oh, you had a son who's perfect in every way. And he goes, do you hear that, Rictus? And then Rictus cheers. He goes, I had a brother. I had a baby brother and he was perfect. 
He's just a big fucking <laughs> dummy. Uh, so back to the war rig. It's stuck in some like desert mud. Yeah, yeah. we drive into this weird like marshy desert. It's like a thing. bog almost. Yeah. yeah. Cranberry uh, there. Yeah, and they can't quite get it free, but they see uh, the light of the bullet farmer who's been sent out to scout the area yeah. to try to find. They try them. to like hook it to like a tree, like to winch it out. Well, they, they I mean, discover actually, there's that- like nine or ten different like, oh fuck, we got stuck. Let's get it out. They take sheet metal off yeah. the side and yeah. drive over. Like they're getting stuck every ten fucking feet in this place. And this is where they rediscover Nux. Nux has been yeah. there the whole time. Yeah, and he has been, his ego has been completely shattered. He's literally been- by having failed in front of. Of his like yeah. king god, he's literally yeah. been crying in a little yeah. hole, like hole. Yeah, uh, and one of the other wives kind of like takes a, a sympathy upon him, and yes. it's just like, look, you just stop being a war boy. You can choose to just stop being a war boy. And he's like, I want to be a dentist, and it's like, all right. I mean, you got a market for it. Yep, no. L- lots of people ain't got no teeth. We have really bad teeth. Yeah, lots of British smiles. <clears throat> Uh, 70s British <laughs> smile. <laughs> so, uh, uh, you know, you're fine. England, your views on dental hygiene are perfectly fine. It is we Americans who are weirdly obsessed with our teeth <laughs> to a purely unhealthy degree that we soak them in bleach till the enamel is stripped from them and they do a worse job of being teeth. Fair point. I mean, there's that, but they're mostly straight coming out of our heads. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. So anyways, uh, they, they start trying to say in England, you got fewer hang-ups than we do, and you got a lot of bigger problems. Ooh, yeah, I was about to say four. Really? <laughs> I think different. Hang-ups, different. Yeah, it's very hang-ups. different. That's true. Yeah. Uh, so the, they, they, winch, they try to winch the truck up. Meanwhile, the head of the bullet farm has two giant, like, Batman 89 Joker pistols. That he is just shooting. Indiscriminately yeah. into the night. And they're like, oh, you're going to hit the, the girls. And he's like, oh, I'm just probing. Yeah. yeah. Bow, bow. Basically, he's, like, using the shots almost like sonar. Like, to echolocation. Try to hear. Yeah. Because yeah. there's just this thick night fog yeah. that they can't yeah. really see through. Uh, Nux kind of joins the rest of the party and is just like, Ah, that thing growing out of the ground. It's called a tree. T-R-E-E. He's like, twitchy. And he's like, yeah, basically, like, let's tie a fucking chain to it and let's use that as leverage to try to get the war rig. I know that there's some high ground up there. I saw it when I was on the back of the rig. So they're like, all right, cool, we'll do that. Meanwhile, uh, Max grabs the sniper rifle that only has three shots. Yeah. And he misses twice, and then Furiosa comes up and puts the rifle on his shoulder to steady it like a yeah. tripod. She, he reluctantly hands it to her knowing he can't make the shot. Right. Again, survival. He yes. has no ego other than, I must stay alive. Right. And this is my best chance. And she fires that sniper rifle off right in his goddamn ear. Oh, yeah. yeah. And but blows however, the light. She blows out the searchlight and blinds the bullet farmer leader. Oh, it's great. Uh, the bullet farmer leader, his face is covered in blood. And there's a road flare inches from his face. And he's just, fire the flare. We already have. Bring it closer. It's very close. It's in yeah. front of your eyes. And he goes, I'm blind. And this is where we get to see some of the bullet farmer religion. Yeah. Where he, he pulls out two, like, Tech Nine yeah. Uzis and just yells, I am the conductor of the choir of death. 
Hear their song. I am the scales of justice. Then he just starts firing them all, yeah, baby. Again, just like indiscriminately throwing bullets out of the night. Also, we forgot to mention that at one point, the way he loads his initial gun is he rips a bullet out of his mouth yeah. from yeah. one of his tooth holes and shoves it into the gun. It's the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. It's and when good. I'm very old, that is what my teeth will be. Uh, so they are wenching the war rig out. Uh, meanwhile, Max grabs a rope, uh, like a steel beam, and just a bucket of gasoline. Yeah. And he's like, I'll be right back. And they're like, well, what if you don't what if you don't make it back before the car is ready? He's yeah, like, just keep traveling. On. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so he leaves and we see an explosion in the distance. A huge explosion. <laughs> and then he just walks back through the fog covered in blood. <laughs> and Furiosa says, Don't worry, that blood's not his. Yeah, yes. one of the pregnant like, one of the ladies <laughs> is like, Oh my god, are you okay? You're bleeding. And she's like, That's not his blood. And then he proceeds to wash himself off with breast milk. Yeah, he does. <laughs> And he just, he throws down a bandolier of ammunition and a bag of treats. Yeah, full of guns and ammo, yeah. And a boot for Nux. Yeah, because Nux lost his boot. Well, Max lost his boot, then he stole his boot back from Nux so that he could have two boots, and then he brought a boot back from the bullet farmers to give to Nux. Now that Nux is on the team, he gets a boot. Now that Nux is on the team. Correct. Everyone's uh, got all the footwear. Yeah. yeah. So they get the car started, the they truck started. They travel through like a real creepy Jim Henson's Dark Crystal area. where It it's really just, is. It's, it's bogs and dead trees with animal crows and then people on stilts what look like giant crows. Yes. It's very it's yeah, yeah. weird as hell. Uh, it, and it literally, they pass by, it's a four second shot and then it's done. Then they get out in the desert. It's uh, it's daytime. They they see like a little like tower in the distance, and they pull up. Furious is like, I used to be from the green, yes. and I was kidnapped as a child and forced into this army. I remember that tower from my childhood. We gotta go that way to where the green is. Yeah. So they get to this tower. There's a crying naked woman on top. Yeah. Uh, and Max then- <laughs> says, "Well, this is bait." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Max is like, "She's bait." <laughs> and then Furiosa gets out, and she's like, "I am like." Of the this family and like daughter, yeah, she of, presents her lineage. Yeah, daughter of K. Concan and I am blah. Uh, the woman does like a bird call, which signals all of the other the many mothers. The rad motorcycle grannies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah, they're gonna haul ass to Lollapalooza. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Oh, if one of them raps, that'd be real cool. Oh, shit. Yeah. They come out and they're like, "Oh, you must be her." And she's like, "All right, cool. Let's go to the cool place where you guys all live." And they're, and they're like, they're "Wait, like, which way did you come from? We came from the west." from the Citadel. Oh, then you drove through the green. It was that weird Jim Henson place. It turns out the water was poison. Yeah. And everything Only the crows live there now. Uh, So yeah, basically... Furiosa does a great, like... Uh, she unstraps her robot arm so that when she collapses on her knees... She does a good, hello darkness, my old friend. Yeah. Yeah. Screams to the heavens. Uh, She doesn't want to be encumbered by her robot arm. Yeah. Uh, but she basically talks with all of the other many mothers and is like, all right, we're all going to ride bikes. We're going to go. We've got enough fuel to make it 160 days further east. Yes. Across hopefully, the salt flats. Yeah, hopefully that'll get us across the salt flats. We don't know what's beyond that, but it's our best hope of, like, not being captured by the war boys. Right. Uh, Max there's is a, also, offered. Yeah, there's also a, cute, yeah. a nice little part where one of the many mothers 
takes one of the, oh, the yeah. brides in and shows her like her secret bag of seeds. Yeah, yeah there's and it's all like trees the seeds and yeah. fruits and plants and all like pumpkin and, seeds, yeah. sunflower seeds, uh, uh, peanuts, pine nut, walnut. See, I can name any kind of nut. See, now you're into like nuts and legumes, and you're coming away from seeds. Yeah, <laughs> they 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 don't grow trees. I mean, they. I mean, I guess, but like, I don't know. Like, is the peanut itself the seed? Isn't it? I don't know. I'm asking. <laughs> I don't know the answer to this question either. To be honest, what do I? What do I look like, Jimmy Carter? All right. So here's what we're gonna do. <laughs> that guy would know. Right? His phone is hands. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. How does peanuts work, guys? He is busy building habitats for other humans. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna do this uh, primary school style. I'm gonna get a peanut. I'm going to put a toothpick through it laterally, a toothpick <laughs> through it polarly. I'm going to put it on top of a little bit of water and see if it sprouts. Oh, okay. I'm into it. Great. I am going to just eat my peanut because I'm very hungry. <laughs> I bet just, you did that in primary school, too. I did. I ate that egg we were supposed to have. I, I ate that bag of flour. <laughs> my egg hatched into an omelet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so it's the ne- uh, Furiosa tells Max their plan to go across the salt flats, offers him a bike, and he's and like, supplies. I mean, I'll, I'll take your bike, but I find my own way. Yeah. Uh, so the movie cuts to a shot mirroring the opening where Max is once again alone, looking like he's peeing with his back to the yep. camera. Right. And then he's like, you know what? No, this time it's personal. Yeah. They fucked up my car. Yeah. He also has a horrifying flashback where you can hear his daughter saying, Save me, Daddy. Yeah. yeah. And she's run down by motorcycle hooligans. Uh, yes, so he is. turns around and he, he catches up with Furiosa and he says, No, 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 no. The only way out is we turn around and go back the way we came because guess what? All of the armies are out here looking for us, which means there's nobody guarding the citadel. Right, the citadel should be our. It should be home. Yeah, so you. we can go to the citadel, take it over, and then just entrench ourselves. It's yeah. the most defensible piece of land. It's they a citadel. Yeah, yeah, they specifically mention the only people there are war pups, i.e., children, and war boys too sick to fight. So, like, there will be very little, uh, little resistance. resistance. So they start heading back uh, on the war rig, and then, <laughs> again, uh, just another, like, 30-minute car chase ensues. Huge fight. And this is, like, this is the scene where we give, like, the like the, the, the cars with the big, like, bendy sticks, and, like, there's, like, weird yeah. Cirque du Soleil, like, yeah. ninjas throwing explody grenades. Uh, the So... It, Everyone's fighting yeah, now. It, yeah, it's it, yeah, and, and basically, kind of plot-wise, uh, Morton uh, Joe's son jumps on the war rig and gets the shit kicked out of him. Uh, everybody is coalesced into a team at this point. Yes, uh, the many mother who had the seeds dies, but gives her bag of seeds to one of the breeders. Right. Yeah. Um, Furiosa gets stabbed in the side and yes. is losing a lot of blood, she but she's stabbed. able to jump into Immortan Joe's 
Yeah, truck. Rick, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Max jumps into the Gastown truck. Yeah, yep. And just fucking kills Big Bloaty. He kills the people eater yeah. and steals the people eater's limousine. Right. Uh, the purple people eater's limousine. Now it should be pointed out he technically doesn't kill the people eater. He uses the people eater as a human shield, and the people eater gets perforated by bullets. You're right. And then Correct. he takes the people eater's elephantiasis foot and yeah. jams it on the gas. Right. And then just bailing. basically flips the whole fucking thing until right. it explodes. Yeah. It's great. Good stuff. Awesome. Uh, Furiosa jumps onto the side of a Morton Joe and shoots a harpoon through his breathing mask. Yes. And then she says, remember me? And then rips the mask off so that his whole face comes with it. Yes. He dies immediately. Yeah. yeah. Rictus, who's on the war rig now, they've transferred everyone, they, they transfer everybody onto a Morton Joe's car. Everyone gets on there. Uh, Nux, and except Nux, for Nux, because he's piloting the He's war driving war the war rig. Rictus, in a fit of rage after seeing his father's face ripped off, Goddamn reaches down to the like exposed ex- like engine exhaust and, and yeah. intake and rips it out oh. of the car, yeah, erupting into flames. Then yells his name, Riggs. Nux uh, yeah. realizes that the only way that he can uh, allow he can, the yeah. escape of the people that yeah. he's grown to love is to sacrifice himself, but he's not like. Jazzed about it. No. Like he was in the death cult. He, but he, he does, looks right yeah. at the that the one birth lady or at the one uh, Elvis's uh, granddaughter. Yeah, and he's, yeah. He's, he gives her a very like defeated finger of witness me. He says, yep. "Witness me." Yeah, and then she gives him like the little hand grab, like the many mothers salute. Thing, yeah. yeah, and then he fucking rolls that shit over and knocks that canyon down. Yep. And the le- and the first thing that comes through is the bitter broken guitar of the two four. Screen of it and it's heartbreaking. Yeah, there's a part where Mad Max fights the doof warrior for a while, who it turns out uh, underneath the bandages on his face is just no eyes. Yeah, no <laughs> eyes, and his mouth doesn't have teeth and it's like full of blood. Well, it looked like it was sharp, spiky teeth yeah, that when he closes on. his mouth, like cut into cut himself. Him, yeah. yeah. Uh, but again, the guitar is real rad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. super good. Uh, he gave his life to rock and roll. Yeah. yeah. But he played yeah. in that music that freed his soul. So then they get back to the Citadel, and they're like, we killed Joe! And all the people are like, word! They're like, oh, finally! Uh, Thank yeah. you! Uh, what's crank great? up the water! <laughs> yeah. Crank up the water, milk mamas! Yeah. What's great is that the, uh, the war pups, who are the ones who are in charge of kind of lifting and lowering yeah. through their manual labor, seize the means of production without being told what to do, and they're like, yeah, fucking finally! Woo-hoo. They are super jazzed for the socialist uprising. And they are, yeah. they're all on this like rising platform, and like you see Mad Max and Furiosa kind of like look at each other. And the crowd is chanting, bring them up! Bring them, them up. Because basically then, they're like, you guys have to be better than our previous leader. Right. right. Plus, you killed him, so you become him. Yeah. Right. So Furiosa now like looks around, looks out at the people, and she's like, I did a good. And then looks behind her. Max is gone because he has at some point leapt off the rising right. platform and is now walking out through the, like, the crowd of people. Right. And they lock eyes, and she's like, good job, Nod. And yeah. he's like, he's hey. Like, you too, not. <laughs> yeah, good play, good work, but this isn't the place for me. Yeah. I gotta be wandering on to the next town. And then just disappears? And then off he goes? Yep. Credits. Uh, it'll be another 20 years before we see another Mad Max movie, probably. Yeah, unfortunately that's true. But that's gonna do it for Maybe Mad Max. Maybe he films it like oh. Merrily We Roll Around, where he's... <laughs> 
all the actors age in real time over two decades. <laughs> oh, you mean like Richard Linklater's? Yeah, yeah. The musical he's gonna do. Yeah. Richie, baby, honey, Pookie doll. You're seventy years old. You sure you wanna commit? Because that's a twenty-year yes, process. Yes, yeah. Well, CGI Richard Linklater is gonna finch that film later. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's going to do it for this uh, 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 Mad Max Free Road, and it's time for Bullet Points. <laughs> bullet Points! And we're back with our very first bullet point, Body Count. Oh, shit. Body Counts. Patrick, what do you think the body count of Mad Max Fury Road is? Man, I'm going to go with a clean 70. Ooh, okay, all right. John, what do you think the body count of Mad Max Fury Road is? Ooh, I'm going to go for a dirty 172. Jesus! Christ on the cross! (laughs) It's not a fucking John Wick movie. (laughs) But a lot of those deaths were cars, and there were more than one people in them cars. That's true. All right, playing by Price is Right rules... Patrick, you are the winner. No, I went too far. You went too far. It was 95. Uh, wow. 95 nice. kills. Still a lot of deaths yeah, for this movie. Pretty of great. Of kills, yeah. uh, solid number on that yeah. one. Puts it on the upper echelon, I yeah, think. Definitely. Uh, that's going to take us to our next bullet point. Best kill. Best kill. John, what do you think the best kill from Mad Max Fury Road is? Uh, It's not the best, but it's certainly my fave. Uh, Early on when they go into the sandstorm, uh, there's a group of idiot war boys that get sucked into one of the sand tornadoes, and their car explodes four times. (laughs) Yes, yes it does. (laughs) Oh, it's so good. good But the last one, because they explode in like a chain that just kills one war boy per explosion. (laughs) So that the last one just has no car left, and he just flies around in the cyclone. Oh, it's so good. He's the cow from Twister in this movie. Yep. Patrick, best kill Uh, from Mad Max Fury Road. Gonna go... The fourth of the Mad Max series. With the guy. Directed by George Miller. Written by George Miller. Formerly starring Mel Gibson. Uh, Currently starring Tom Hardy. How do you like being interrupted? (laughs) What I I love... I feel very encouraged. Is that I... I was the one who was interrupting yeah. him. I was just helping you. <laughs> I got off scot-free, idiots. Yeah, damn dirty John. Uh, no, I'm going to go with... I'll get you later. Oh, no. <laughs> He's still hitting me now. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with the uh, war boy who is, he gets the big witness me scene. Um, he takes like a harpoon to the shoulder and he like gets back up and all the guys like they're not throwing their uh, grenade sticks at uh, at the guy that shot him because he's not yet dead. So he gets back up and they're like, oh yeah, and it's like such a college football frat bros situation. It's, it's totally yeah. 80s wrestling. Yeah. It's like everyone going like cheer him yeah, back like, to life. Oh, you can do it, you can do it. And, and he gets he, about he gets Hulkamania. <laughs> and, he, and he sprays his face and he's like, witness me. And he picks up two of the sticks and just leaps into one of the porcupines and it's like a fairly decent explosion or whatever and then all the idiots are like what yeah cause he just gave it a fucking thing that I ever saw fucking gave it a DDT and shit and the the childlike stupidity of the war boys is I think one of my Uh, favorite things about them and that that scene just is is the best demonstration of that for sure I mean it's right there in their name they are infantilized they are war boys. boys Mark, best kill. 
I gotta give it to uh, I gotta give it to the Immortan Joe's death. Ooh, that's a good because he because t- this whole time uh, Furiosa has this robot arm, but what we don't know is that that robot arm has a concealed harpoon, which he uses to shoot yeah. into his car to hook his face mask, rip it off his face, like clean off just oh, his yeah. whole face gone. Like that alone would be enough to like damage somebody, but maybe not kill them. But he's so old and decrepit, and his weeping sores cause him so much pain that he needs to have powder blowed on him by a little boy. Ugh. That uh, that uh, that that he like basically dies from shock. Yeah, yeah. It's he, he dies so from uh, how dare you? Yeah, yeah. oh my! What? Well, I never can't say it because he doesn't have a lower jaw. It's true. Yeah. Uh, he had a, a case of <laughs> chronic monocle fallout. Yeah. yeah. It's like the end of uh, the end of the fly when uh, Br- Seth Brunel's coming after Stathis and he like reaches up and grabs his face and just pulls off his lower mandible. Oh, yeah. And then you see like the fucking like fly like goo things in the bottom. God, yeah. the fly is so good. And then he spits up on his arm and it melts off. Oh, it's so good. It's the fucking best. <sighs> fly 2, not so much. Tough break flight. Yeah. Uh, this is going to take us to our next bullet point. Did you? Yeah, you did. Just now. It's yeah. what we've been talking about. Yeah. He just did. Yeah. War crimes. Whoa. <laughs> John, tell you about some of the war crimes. You know what? Never mind. We're not doing oh, war crimes. Oh, not, but wait. But no. I have one. But yeah. we can't because it's in a future civilization where Geneva doesn't even exist anymore. It's probably just a salt flat. So we're going to go back to that old favorite. Best weapon. Best Weapon. John, tell me about the best weapon from Mad Max Fury Road. Oh, man, I gotta, like, switch gears real quick in this car-themed analogy. Uh, I'm gonna say the gun what doesn't work. Oh, sure. Uh, The shotgun where the firing pin fucks up, and basically I love it because, A, it leads to two very good jokes through the course of the movie where people keep trying to use it to inflict grievous bodily harm on each other and getting sad when it doesn't work. (laughs) But it also shows uh, Max's guile. Right. Uh, he's, he's a very, uh, like, uh, Homer's Odyssey kind of a character where he, he gets by a lot Odysseus? of his wits. Yeah. That can't be right. From the Odyssey? Nah. Nah, it wasn't Odysseus. It's Captain Iliad, yeah. right? No, it was Orestes. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> I was trying to go for an arrest, like, arrest warrant. Yeah, right? Pun, there should I, be a cop. I, I got about then. 90% there, and then my brain just farted. Happens. Yeah, it's because your comedian's brain was also like, it kind of also rhymes with testes. Right? And I don't That's know where which I direction. Yeah. No, to go. you got to take a minute. You got to yeah. take a minute and be like, nah, there's no <laughs> testicles joke there. No. Nope. I was going for something high minded. Anyway, uh, <laughs> that's my favorite weapon, is the gun wall. Testicles, because it's like Greek. Yeah, testicles. Nice. Yeah. I we got there. We got there. Yeah. Patrick, fav- best weapon from uh, Mad Max Fury Road. Ooh, uh, oh, I'm going to go with uh, Bullet Farmer Guy's Joker pistols, because oh. I love an obscenely long pistol. I just love it. It's yeah, Solid he does three feet a barrel. Yeah, he does nothing with it. At all. What are you talking about? He fires indiscriminately in the Firing off into nothing. <laughs> but oh my goodness, are those Throwing. barrels so long. And just remember, all the bullets in that gun came from his mouth. Yeah. Because they use his teeth. You know it. Mark, best weapon. 
Uh, I hate to double up, but I'm going to take Furiosa's arm harpoon. Yeah, that's a good Because she has a fucking arm harpoon. Arm poon. Arm no, poon. that sounds real gross. Oh, no. Yeah. no oh, yeah. I am that's, that's when you no. do it in the armpit. No. Get that arm Oh, poon. no. Yeah. No, oh, I'm regretting yeah, this. you know oh. it. You know it. It's hair. <laughs> And no, it's sweaty. No, like this. Oh. Oh. Uh, send all of your complaints to. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say your local representative because it'll get you engaged in local politics, and that's always important. Yeah, sure, I yeah. definitely want to hear from my alderman about my saying of armpoon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Take that. But seriously, register yourself and your friends to vote and pay attention to the boring elections because that's what makes the laws that directly impact your life. Arpoon! No! Alright, that's gonna take us to our final bullet point. I will vote for any candidate that comes out against the Arpoon. <laughs> now, man! Now! You have my vote! It's a new world! You say that, but then tomorrow, like, Donald Trump is gonna, like, accidentally type, like, I'm against Arpoons in all way. Yeah. And then you have to vote for Donald Trump. Look, he's, it's on the record. You just said it. He's a man it's, of action. You just said it out loud right yeah, now. Yeah, and, and I if stand he takes by a it. firm stance against Armpoon, John is going to vote for him. Yep, John yeah. is a Donald Trump voter. He voted for him the first time. <laughs> nope. Yep, and he's going to vote for him again. Right. I'm pretty How sure. How do you feel not being able to defend yourself <laughs> as I call you a Trump voter <laughs> and all the things that you support? Holding chill. I remember the other day we were talking. You're like, I think it's great we keep all those kids in cages. It's so like, we know where they are. <laughs> I heard that you were like, man, I don't know about this wall. Let's go dome. Yeah, <laughs> put it over the oceans. You know what? We don't need a wall. We need to put a dome over the rest of the world. Oh shit! Yeah. We're the only place without a dome. Yeah. No, I like this. America first. I do like his definitive action that when the son of his wife said, <laughs> I don't like vaping, he said, well, then I'm going to ban all the vapes. Yeah. But millions of people were like, hey, can we get common sense gun laws because of all the many dozens of people who die like weekly in this country? It's like, ah, hold on. Yeah, no, shut up. Oh, wait a minute. We got to, Let's not jump into things. So, I punched the microphone to make a point. You did. To make a point. Uh, so, um, uh, his brain is just riddled with syphilis. Final bullet French point. disease. <laughs> oh, please. Oh, please. He's never been to France. <laughs> if he has, he's been to the McDonald's. No. Like Vincent Vega and Pulp Fiction. I guarantee he went to France. That's how he was able to traffic Melania back. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> like, the trafficking that you need to go to France for. Uh, that's gonna take us to our final bullet point. Is this an action movie? Is this an action movie? Patrick, is Mad Max Fury Road an action movie? Fuck yes. Like, this follows the best of all action formulas. Here's the thing we're gonna do, here's 90 minutes of us doing it, and we're done. It's beautiful. I think there might be... This whole written dialogue script, I swear to God, is no more than five pages. And it's beautiful. Yeah, Tom yeah. Hardy was told he could improvise on set, and he didn't. Nice. <laughs> That's uh, what I, I do when people tell me to improvise. <laughs> I stare at them blankly. No. no Here's thanks. the thing. I think he did improvise, and what it was is he threw out the pages of dialogue he had <laughs> yeah. and replaced them with water, grunts. Water. Water. <laughs> Good changes, though. Good changes. <laughs> George, I can say this with a snap. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, John... 
Is this an action movie? Yes. Uh, and this is the action movie that I will always point to anytime someone's like, Christopher Nolan is the master of construction. Because, no, all of his movies have gaping, stupid fucking plot holes that you just didn't notice because they're, like, too clever by half. This movie, literally, the only thing that I can't immediately explain is how they know Max's blood type. But... Every moment is setting up and paying off something that has happened and will happen. Yes. It is a perfect perpetual motion machine. Mm -hmm. It's amazing, and everyone else is dumb. Mark, is this an action movie? Absolutely, 100%. I agree with both of you. Uh, A career... uh, Career-defining, not a defining performance, but an amazing performance from Charlize Theron. Oh, yeah. Movie, I think. Golden. Um, and uh, just carries the movie so well. Uh, amazing car crashes, punches, kicks, explosions, knives, guns, harpoon hands. Yeah. It's got everything. Anything you could want. I loved it. Definitely an action movie. Final reviews. John. I liked it. Patrick. More gas! <laughs> Mark, more bullet teeth. Yeah. That's going to do it for uh, this episode of Body Counts and Beer. I'm Mark Rosendahl. I'm Patrick Bromley. I'm Jonathan Rooney Taylor. And we'll see you next time. Bang! Boom, boom. <laughs> what was that sound? It was, it was a Nixon car. Time it was the Richard Nixon car. I no, like that. It was a Wookiee eating a <laughs> diesel truck. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> piece by piece. Body Counts and Beer is Patrick Babe in the City Bromley, John Happy Feet Rooney Taylor, and Mark Lorenzo's Oil Rosenthal. Please subscribe to us on uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, I don't know, wherever you get podcasts, that's where you're going to find us. Leave us a rating, leave us a review. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Body Count Cast, although we never really update that stuff anymore, whatever. If you want to get a hold of us, email us at bodycountsandbeer at gmail.com.